Auxiliary police calling all cars, attention all cars. Broadcast 35. Shooting fireworks in, inside the city limits. It's a violation of city ordinance. All cars be on the lookout for such violation and stop it wherever found. That's all. Rules and quits. Present the 4th of July, 1934, as seen from a police radio car. And we're taking each one of you with us. Your only credentials need be a stout heart and a friendly appreciation of Rio Grande cracked gasoline. So if you have listened to Calling All Cars these many months, and for some unavoidable reason have never come to know the dependability and police car performance cracked gasoline can give you, your trip tonight in a police radio car will show you what police car performance in a gasoline really means. Police cars, such as these we're going to ride in tonight, are subjected to terrific demands for speed, power, and pickup. To get the best out of police cars, the majority of them in the Southwest use one gasoline exclusively, Rio Grande Crash. So tonight, while we race down a boulevard, or quietly creep up an alley. Remember tomorrow to buy the same gasoline that powered us on our trip tonight. Rio Grande Crack. It is now our pleasure to introduce Chief James E. Davis of the Los Angeles Police Department, with whose sanction and cooperation these broadcasts are brought to you. Chief Davis. Good evening, friends. When you citizens chance to hear the police broadcast, you no doubt feel, after you've been tuned in for a few minutes, that they are rather dull. All you hear is, see a man, ambulance follow-up, or a disturbance. But behind each of these calls is a story, a slice of factual life much more dramatic than the wildest dreams of fiction. Every time a radio car receives a call while cruising its district, the officers cannot be sure that death does not await them at their destination. As they streak down the street, sirens screaming. There is rich drama in the daily prowling of the radio cars, and there is highly amusing comedy out through the ether to the loudspeakers in the public radio of the police radio cars. In our police dramas of the past, you have seen principally how the detective force functions. Now we will travel with the uniform men, the men who are the first on the scene of crime, the men who make the preliminary investigation, whose duty requires them to be the arbiter of family disputes, advisors on the care of children, rescuers of dogs and cats, and often judge and jury of many of the amusing and often amazing incidents that occur constantly in this city of ours. 
The incidents you will hear dramatized on tonight's broadcast are all true and all occurred on the 4th of July. Incidents of the same nature have occurred today, are occurring at this very minute, just at this very minute. A regiment of officers and a fleet of police cars are cruising the streets of the city, keeping the peace, keeping the vigil which never ends, 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year, year in and year out. Why, he was out in the yard a minute ago. Oh, Tom, hurry. Go save his all right. 
I can't seem to get along with my husband. Now your husband's all right. He's sleeping off down to jail. He'd be as good as new in the morning. How do you feel, ma'am? Oh, all right. A little dizzy. Hmm. Smells like gas. It was. I found it on the floor by the gas heater with a blanket over her head, and the gas was on full. Oh, please, Mr. Zimmerman, don't. Well, you got to Mrs. Queen. Yes, I suppose they do, but I, I feel so silly. Honestly, officer, I won't try to do it again. Well, I'm glad to hear you say so, ma'am. It isn't worth it. No, I suppose not. Certainly, that good-for-nothing husband of mine isn't worth it. Well, if you're sure you're all right, ma'am, we'll be shoving off. Oh, yeah, I'll be all right. My, my wife and I will look after her until Mr. Queen gets back. Yes, and when he does get back, I'll give him a piece of my mind. If it wasn't for him, I wouldn't be embarrassed like this. That's good for nothing. Looks like we'll get another call here sooner or later. Yeah. Some of them just never get things straightened out somehow. <laughs> Car 11, car 11, 
on a Liso Street near San Pedro, Street 390 on the sidewalk. Sir, did you ever play away with him? Another Dehorn. Ha! That's the sixth one today. You can ride in the back with this one, Tim. That last baby was so gassy I can still smell it. I sure and I don't understand it. How these bums can stand to put their denatured alcohol into their stomachs. Well, it's a pleasant way to kill yourself. That's about all you can say for it. Sorry, if that's your idea of printing. There he is, down the block there with the kids around him. Let's go. All right. Okay, kids. Get out of here. Now, come on, Pop. The taxi's here. Oh, what? Come on, come on now. You can make it now. Just a minute now. One, two, three, and you're on your feet. Hop, hop. Steady now, steady. Now, there you go. A nice, soft seat for you. Okay, partner. <laughs> Look at that poor old mug. Hasn't shaved for a week, I'll bet. How's he smell, Tim? Elegant. <laughs> Can't you tell the way you're sitting up in front? More or less. Well, I'm telling you, you're not missing anything. I can tell you that right away. Now, where do you live, Pop? Uh, why... Why... Uh... Very nice. Where do you live now? Come on, think hard. I... I... Well, wherever you flop, eh? Well, I live at... Uh, Alvarado. Alvarado oh, Street. Well, well, who do you live with? I live with my wife. Four boo-boo children. Children, sure I bet your wife would be glad to see you like this. She was. take me home. You'll take. Sure, we'll take you home. Tomorrow. Well, here we are, Pop. Come on. The city hotel. Nicest place in town. Clean beds and everything. Get a swell cut with your name on it. Now, come on. This is the end of the line. Well, yes. Only we've been separated for several months. 
Why? What's the matter? Your husband swallowed a half bottle of bichloride and mercury tablets an hour ago. He did. Is he? The doctor said he had a chance when we left the hospital, ma'am. Mr. Craig Moore is asking for you. Wants to see you. Oh, Harold, such a fool. Such a weak-willed fool. He can't understand when he's lost. I don't know what good it'll do to go to the hospital. I'm through with him forever. Doctor thinks it'll be best if you come to the hospital to see him, ma'am. Oh, very well. I'll get my hat. Oh, he's disgusting. He just did this to get my sympathy, that's all. Oh, pardon me while I answer the phone. Sure. Hello? Yes, this is Mrs. Kramer. Yes. Oh, my God. Well, what's the matter, ma'am? You're, you're pale. Oh, my God. He's dead. Yes, I did. 
One man was running out the door, and the other one was over here. I, I tried to stop him, but he pushed me away and ran out, too. Say, uh, how did your hand get cut? What? Your hand there. How did it get cut? Oh, why, oh, oh, I don't know. I, I didn't know it was cut. Must have happened when I tried to stop the man. What do these men look like? Well, uh, uh, well, one seemed to be a foreigner. He had about a day's growth of beard. And yeah, what about the other one? The other one? Oh, oh, yes, yes. Well, I, I couldn't see him very well, but he seemed to be an American. He, he, he wore a light suit. Got a phone uh, here? Yes, in the next room. Better report of the homicide squad, Bill. Yeah. And have them send out the morgue ambulance. Okay. Just a minute. Where are you going, Mr. Lanner? Why, I, I, I just want to go in the living room and sit down. It's all too terrible. Well, don't go too far away, Mr. Lanner. You're under arrest for the time being. Me? Under arrest? What for? Suspicion of murder. Oh, well, that picnic certainly did me in. I'm ready for bed. And you can do this 
by staying away from the scene of any call you may hear over the police radio. Thank you, Chief Davis. Ladies and gentlemen, tonight Chief Davis has given you an intimate picture of a day in the life of a police combat car. You have looked behind the scenes and found out just what happens in a great city. Just what the dangers are that confront its citizens. And how these dangers are met and coped with by brave men, skillful direction, and modern equipment powered with good gasoline. The city of Los Angeles uses Rio Grande cracked gasoline exclusively for police and fire equipment. Maricopa County, Santa Barbara, San Diego, Orange and many other cities and counties in the Southwest use Rio Grande cracked gasoline, the same powerful, dependable motor fuel that you can use in your own car. Rio Grande has prepared for your information a complete list of forthcoming cases to be broadcast on Calling All Cars. Drive into your neighborhood Rio Grande service station tomorrow and ask for the Rio Grande radio log. It's free. In response to many requests, we are pleased tonight to give you the cast of characters. It may be interesting to know that there were 34 characters in this drama played by 12 people as follows. Mary Tuthill, Jeanette Nolan, Martha Wentworth, Ralph Scott, Joe Franz, Hanley Stafford, Sam Pierce, Charlie Lung, Richard Legrand, Robert Frazier, Fred Harrington, and Lindsay McCarry.